you know, we bonded over our love of reality TV. to say. We are still watching this train wreck of a show. Am I going to continue watching it? Absolutely. Like, (laughs) there's no question about it. I absolutely want to take part in this train wreck every single week. Welcome back to Just Peachy, presented by Sensibly Loud Media. I am your host, Claire, here with my co-host, Caitlin. This is our eighth episode. How are you, dear? Hello! I am good. Happy to be here. How about you? Doing good. Yeah, I'm just been running around kind of like a mad woman today. I'm leaving town in the morning and just have so much crap to get done. And I know you've been super busy this week, It's been too. a crazy week, man. Yeah, just like, I feel like I have something every single day, and that's not normal for me. So I've just been running around like crazy, probably like you you have, you yes. and your husband trying yeah. to leave town. I know. And I, uh, I saw you posted, I don't know if it was on your if it was a post you did or an Instagram story of your planner that you have going on. And I have envy because your planner looks so pretty and I find myself (laughs) to be an organized person for the most part, but I've never had a planner and I saw your planner and I was like, I kind of want to take a screenshot of this, but then I also don't want her to be like, why the hell is she taking a screenshot of my planner? (laughs) I wouldn't even mind. No, I got to tell you, like I have, never had a planner like the one I have now I have what's called like an Erin Condren planner and this was recommended to me by a lot of people and it's been really good um and I think that it's actually been nice for me it just takes some time every single week and just kind of like write out even like little things like that I would normally do just like vacuum dust I mean just little things around the house but it just helps me stay on track so much more if I kind of have like a game plan for the week and then just kind of adjust as I go but it's also a little bit of like a creative outlet because I can like try to make it pretty with like stickers yes it's so pretty like does it come with stickers like that or are they just your own it comes with some but I just went to Hobby Lobby and I like wait until they have like their 40% off sales Mm. and I'll buy like stickers that I think you can use for like scrapbooking but I'll I'll just use them in my planner and yeah put them wherever so well yeah I saw I saw on your schedule like oh she does have a lot going on this week so (laughs) it's been extraordinarily busy week I'm not usually this this social (laughs) Don't like to leave the house, be a hermit crab. That's what I yeah. like to do. <laughs> yeah, I like I like being I like being at home when I can. But. Yeah. Well, um, so yeah, as I guess you didn't watch the the Bachelor on Monday, but I definitely did with my wine in hand and my cat started with me and then she turned into an ass and left. So it was just me by myself <laughs> watching as the Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, but Good I job, Penny. Yes, but I know you I know you caught up. Um did you watch it today or was it yesterday you watched it? It was, uh, it was yesterday. So okay. I, um, <laughs> I, I watched some of it Monday night. I had a meeting Monday night, so I came home and tried to watch part of it. And then yesterday I watched real housewives of Beverly Hills and then the rest of the bachelor. So, gotcha. um, I'll be honest. I was a little distracted during, um, both of the shows this week, but I think I have a good general idea of what's going on. So maybe you can kind of fill in some of the gaps for me, but, yeah. um, I mean, I don't know if I'm just like starting to get bored with the bachelor because I feel like I'm not super interested in any of the girls that are left, but I feel like I'm so invested and I have like this sunken cost fallacy going on with this show. Now it's like, okay, well I'm this far into it. I got to see it through. So yeah, it's definitely more entertaining at the beginning when there's more girls or flip flip side when it's the bachelorette and there's more guys just because there's a lot more shit stirring and stuff going on. And when it gets down to the final 
four like we were on the final four this week for hometowns I mean there's just there's no drama left with any of the contestants because it's really then focused on just each individual relationship so it can get kind of boring um but I do I love hometowns though because I think my favorite part is seeing the the families um Mm -hmm. because there are ones where they have just the most normal precious sweet family and it makes me like the contestant even more like or if I didn't really like them, it makes me see them in a different light because of their precious yeah, family. Or, I totally agree. Or they're the ones where you're like, oh, dear God, who are these people? <laughs> My God. And just seeing the dynamic. So I, I love this week. Yeah, I actually didn't feel like any of the families were like, oh, sweet Jesus, these people are crazy. Like, I yeah. felt like all of them, for the most part, like, were pretty normal and... um you know, it was, it was good. I feel like this sounds weird to say, but I feel like it was good to see a little bit of the apprehension from some of the families on the progression of some of the relationships, because I feel like that's more real. Yeah. And I feel like if I brought someone home after dating them for a month and being like, Hey, we're talking about getting married. My parents would be like, pump the freaking brakes. Let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. And plus like, like, I think one of the dads was saying, they haven't had a whole ton of like one-on-one time with Colton because they've been having the split time with all these other girls. Whereas like in a real relationship, you know, the hope is that you'd have that one-on-one time. So even if you've been together a month, you know, you, you know, each other a little bit more than if you know each other a month on bachelor time. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy. I feel like a lot of times, you know, the parents are skeptical and then it'll, something will turn. They'll be like, oh, of course, like I'm so, I'd be so blessed to have you as my son-in-law or join our family or whatever it may be. But there were, yeah, a couple of dad, well, one dad in particular that I'm like, yeah, he was firm and he was basically like, uh, who are you? Why are you trying to marry my daughter? And no, you will not have you know, I do not give you my blessing for it. I'm like, okay, good. Because that's how it should be. And it's probably the same with you. I'm like, obviously I'm never going to go on this show because I'm happily married and I'm normal. But, um, my parents, if I were ever to be a contestant, I'm like, there's no way my family would be like, sure, let's, let's, let's be on this uh, show with you. And let's us go on national television and like make asses out of ourselves. They'd be like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Mine would be too. It's just like, let's just welcome this complete stranger with open arms as we know that it's a very real possibility that our daughter is going to be brokenhearted in a couple of weeks, if not this week. I know. So, um, well, Kaylin was the, the first hometown, um, visit. And I said, I think for, it made me see her. She's a very controversial person on this, uh, series. And I know, I don't know how much you've heard of rumblings of what's going to go on next week with like women tell all and everything, but uh, we'll just get down to, to it right now, but we'll talk about each of the dates individually, but Kaylin, she goes home. I mean, which I was shocked. I was too. I thought for sure she was going to be in the top two. And she was so, I was flabbergasted when I watched I thought going into the episode Taysha was going to go home just it was just my gut feeling I hadn't even watched any of it and I'm like Taysha's going to go home and then when Kaylin was the first hometown visit I'm like oh there she's a shoe in because I feel like usually first hometown dates like they show I'm like oh they're fine um and they had a great conversation her dad her stepdad was precious like her family was normal like I liked I liked the hometown date with her and Colton tells her she, he's falling in love with her. She tells him that too. They left on a great note. And I was like, she's, I mean, she's going forward for sure. Yeah. 
Can we talk about how amazing her house is? Oh my gosh. Like I was obsessed with her house and she's got this gorgeous backyard where they have like this little barbecue and her family's really down to earth and her sister's like this emo version of her, but still totally hot. Yeah. I was (laughs) like, like, they look so much uh, alike and she looks so much like her mom too. It's like one of them's just like the preppy version of the other one. They're like just uh, opposite ends of the spectrum. And I'm like, oh, y'all are both so pretty. This is not fair. And I I felt that way about Cassie's family too. But uh, yeah, her whole family was beautiful, like flawless. But yeah, with Kaylin, (laughs) I was like, she's for sure staying. They left on such a good note. And then um, she said, and uh, my friend Lindsay brought up a good point when we were texting while we were watching the show. She said, um, I feel like Kaylin, she's like, now I feel like Kaylin is for sure going to go home because she said, I can feel like it's me at the end of this. And I'm like, when someone says that, it's like, oh, yeah, you're probably going home because you're so confident in yourself. Yeah. And she did go home. So I was like, well, and that's exactly what she said whenever she left. She's like, I just saw it. Like, I saw it being me at the end. Yeah. And then whoops, she's like, I like, it's like, well, you know, <laughs> get cocky. That's what oh, happens. Yeah. But um, and then our next we went to Birmingham, Alabama to meet Hannah G's okay. family. I- I guess I forgot that both Hannahs were from Alabama. Mm -hmm. So there's two Alabama Hannahs, although one was more Alabama than the other. But (laughs) yeah, I thought, okay, so let's talk about this whole etiquette date that they had (laughs) leading up to the dinner. I I don't know how you feel about, I don't, I don't know if growing up. So I took cotillion growing up and I did, um, I don't know. I feel like I didn't take like an etiquette class ever. I don't know if you did or if that was something they did for you like at school or if like, no. no. And I'm like, maybe I we're both from the South. I feel like I'm very well mannered and I have decent etiquette, I would think. But some of the stuff they were, I don't know about you, but I'm like, I don't know how to butter bread properly. No, I was or- just laughing at Colton. He's like, I'm going to take this tiny nibble of bread and then butter it individually. And he's like, no. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, nor should you. You're a dude. No. You're ex football player. Yeah. Which he seemed like he, like he was a gentleman. Like he's fine. And so I just thought it was very weird of them taking this class in general. It seemed like there was nothing better to do in Birmingham, Alabama, than take an etiquette class. Well, and I think that they were trying to make it like overly southern, like oh, yeah. in the south, this is how we do things. But. Yeah. And then she, like, the etiquette teacher at one point was like, oh, bless your heart. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, they told her to say that. <laughs> so Yes. It was um, a little much, but. It was. Anyway. Yeah. And, and we met her family. Which. And. Who, I don't even know who all was there. All I know is her mom was a, was a character. I don't know who she reminded me of, but she was just, she, she had the same doe eyes that Hannah G had, but she had the like yes. full mom bob and big old glasses going on. And I was just like, I just had to laugh. I was like, oh. I know. I'm like, Colton, this is your future. <laughs> Are you ready? Oh, so. but no, it started oh. off kind of weird, like a weird vibe, I thought, but then it turned out okay. I mean, yeah, like, I think so too. Yeah. So was that the one where, Oh no, no, no. That was, um, that was Cassie. I was trying to think of the dad that like that you see in the commercials. He's like, what are your intentions with my daughter? Oh, I think, I feel like that was Cassie. Well, I feel like Hannah's dad asked that too, but was like a lot more chill. Chill about about it. it. Exactly. And not kind of like in an intimidating way. I think her dad was pretty nice and normal from what I remember. And oh, so Colton asked Kaylin's dad for her hand in marriage. He said, yes. Um, 
he asked Hannah G's dad the same question and he said well if it gets down to it like and this is what she wants like uh, sure um and then they Colton told Hannah he's falling in love with her she told him that too I'm like okay she's I think you texted me too you're like I'm calling it she wins I'm like she's at least up to yeah I mean it's been like this the, the whole time with her there she's just she's had zero drama with any of the girls they've painted her in a like such a great light every time he looks at her he smiles like a little schoolboy i'm like yes i mean well and he even says on the date he's like i mean from the moment i saw hannah like i knew that there was something there and i mean we even could tell because i think she got the first impression rose did um on the first night and it just seems like he's just always kind of like had her back the entire time like he's never really wavered on how he feels about her yep Exactly. So, yeah, I she is my pick for the final one, the one that wins. But um, you know, we'll see. I have it between her and Cassie, and I'm like, it's a toss up. I yeah. really do think that Hannah G he picks her though, but we'll see. Um, yeah. So I don't know that there's much else that happened on her her hometown. It was just relatively boring for the most part. Yeah. Um, yeah, then we went to Tasha, which this one they built it up from last week of her basically saying her dad was going to be kind of a hard ass essentially to Colton. Um, which he was, he was. Her family was really cute though. Her her brothers, like all they did the whole episode, they just like smiled at the camera. They were cute, and then it was just they, her mom. I loved her brothers. I thought yeah. they were real sweet. They were sweet, and then it was just her mom and dad. So it was super simple. I don't think anyone else was there. It was just her immediate family, no. which yeah, was, it wasn't like grandparents or anything. Yeah, not like the whole damn extended family, like. Kaylin's was like aunts, uncles, cousins, brothers, yep, sisters. <laughs> yep. Hannah's was like best friends. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was wild. Yeah. Well, okay. So before he met the family, they go skydiving, oh, which yeah. is so funny to me. And like, I, <laughs> I think that this is what prompted me to come up with my bachelor drinking game where you like drink every time something happens. So <laughs> I feel like between and this happens on so many of the seasons it's like they do something extreme like this season they did you know not base jumping or they i i I guess that's base jumping if you jump off the edge of a building it was bungee jumping that's what it was yes yeah and um and uh then they did the skydiving and it's always like oh i'm getting outside my comfort zone that's just like (laughs) such like a a favorite phrase of all these contestants so That was kind of like what prompted me to come up with this drinking game. And I I don't know how much of this will carry on through the rest of the season. And maybe you can add a couple to it. But I said, anytime the phrase out of my comfort zone is used, Mm -hmm. anytime someone accuses someone else of being on the show for the wrong reasons and or says they're there for the right reason. God. Yeah, I know. It's like every season. Yeah. Um, this is probably just particular to this season, but uh anytime a reference is made to Colton's virginity, oh, which God. happens multiple times an episode. Yes. Um oh. once an episode, but definitely worth taking a drink for to get through. Every time Colton makes a vlog when he does his little Skype session and he like Yes, like, what's up, guys? They're trying to be a YouTube personality. Um Every time Colton makes a gratuitous butt grope, yeah. <laughs> he, which he does. I mean, especially when they keep replaying the footage of him and Hannah G on their date in, uh, was it Vietnam? Oh, <laughs> where yes. Well, they're like rolling around in mud and like, he's like grabbing her ass and all that. I'm like, oh God, I, I feel, 
I'm glad I'm not watching this with anybody else. <laughs> Be very uncomfortable. Yes. Um, my last one was if someone says I'm falling for you, but they don't actually say that they love the other person. It's just kind of like their fail safe. Like, I don't want to be the idiot that says I love you and then gets cut. Yep. So they'll be like, I'm falling for you. I'm falling in love with you. May I add so, one? Yes. Uh, this, I think, pertains particularly to Jason because this seems like it pisses him off a lot based on all of his blogs that he puts out about The Bachelor. Every time that Col- Colton is shown with his shirt off. Yep. Yes. Yep. And I think that, that that would work on any season because it's like every time they're like, the bachelor's like in the shower or you know running on the beach with his shirt off oh, it's boy. like this is so there's at so least typical. a shower scene if not two every episode i'm like just yeah I'm, I'm like how do they film these number one is he wearing at least like swim trunks in these that's I hope. my question because <laughs> the camera always stops like right at like his like yes. hip bone line <laughs> so it's like kind of like a hint that they're not gonna go any lower and they like <laughs> I would think I would so think he would have to be wearing them because that's so awkward. If not, like, there's no way I'd be like, "Yes, come just show me showering <laughs> nude." Colton, the unseen footage. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh. Now on AdamandEve.com. <laughs> god, but oh yeah, you're gonna need to send me this Hard list pass. of stuff, or I'm gonna have to think about it to add. But that's a lot of stuff, and I, I mean, you're guaranteed to be sloshed by the end of it and you're calling into work the next day (laughs) doing that but (laughs) um anyway so Tasha so we got through Tasha who was the last one was it Cassie yeah that's right yes Cassie with the insanely photogenic family like her whole family I'm like they are all beautiful like not one of them had a single flaw and I was like even her damn dad is hot like I, I know like, what he looked like he was like 40 years old granted she's only I know, like, her mom looks like 35 yeah. I'm like what is this voodoo that you guys do in order to <laughs> stay this young like what are you drinking give yeah. me your your nutrition regimen like how oh. do, you, do you sleep in like a hyperbaric chamber like <laughs> explain this to me yes this is magic um but I guess the whole the the biggest thing with this this one is that Colton says like to the camera like I'm fa- I have I'm falling in love with her I don't know where she stands she hasn't said anything to me like she's a big question mark but he's still like obsessed with her um and she basically gets through the whole, whole hometown day and still she doesn't say anything to him about it and so it's like he leaves like well crap like I don't know what this girl feels about me and then on top of that the conversation he had with her dad and her dad was very hard on him um not hard but he was basically like pointed yeah it was like no i don't give you my blessing to marry my daughter because you're dating three other women who you probably have strong feelings for too you've gone on maybe one actual date with her in the past month like no i don't totally valid i totally stand behind that logic yeah i do too so uh we left that date there had i was like okay we got through three hometown dates that all seemed pretty good i'm like okay cassie's has to be there has to be some sort of drama and something that doesn't go right. And of course it, it didn't, but he picks her and he keeps her in the end. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So like the end, I'm like wondering where they did that rose ceremony. Cause it was kind of in like this kind of like modern farmhouse barn, but it didn't look like it would have been back on like the bachelor compound. Yeah. So 
I don't, I don't know. know. I, I mean, unless they built a new thing, but I was kind of liking it. It's got like these Edison bulbs and like this little like rustic ladder and yes. all this cool greenery. I was like, okay, okay, this is kind of cool. So then, uh, yeah, Kaylin was nervous. Tasha was nervous. Cassie looked like she didn't give a fuck. I was like, <laughs> all right, well, this is probably about how you feel about Colton. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> yep. And then sure enough, poor Kaylin got sent home. I feel like. I, I was mad at her after the last episode because I thought she was lying. And then after this episode, after meeting her family, I like I started to like her again. Mm-hmm. And then he cut her anyway. So see, that's whatever. how I felt too. I was like, okay, I left her hometown. Be like, okay, like you know, everyone. She's probably shown in a really bad light on the bat. You know, they showed her mm-hmm. in a way that they want the viewers to view her as, where she turned in. She wasn't the villain on the season by any means, but they made her look look bad, or Tasha at least made her look bad uh, by saying yeah. that, you know, she's had the talks of wanting to be the next Bachelorette or that she's, you know, I don't know, not really there to fall in love and get engaged at the end of this. Um, yeah. But there has been, so they have, so the next, so the finale is in two weeks. So next week there is an episode on Monday. I think it's the Fantasy Suites. And oh, then, boy. And then, <laughs> and then Tuesday is Women Tell All which they just filmed like not even really a week or maybe about a week or so ago. And it's come out, um, which we'll have to see how it unfolds. But basically a lot of the girls are coming at Kaylin being like, you're, you know, you're not a good person or I don't know exactly what all it entails, but there's a lot of the girls bashing on Kaylin. And I'm like, that's very interesting. So Okay, yeah. so for that reason, I changed what I thought. I thought that she was going to be the next Bachelorette, but if there's all this controversy, I have a feeling that ABC is not going to go through with that. Like, I don't know, because so. then she also posted a post on Instagram after the episode aired, and it's just a picture of her, and it's her caption on it is kind of like, you know, you know, I went this, it was really hard watching this back on TV. Like, I want everyone to know that I was truly was, you know, she painted some, like, it was very pageanty the way that she framed it, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, yeah, she's, campaigning hard to be the next bachelorette she phrased it to where you know she's like colton thank you so much for opening my eyes to what love really means and you know i don't i don't know exactly what she said but she said it very pageanty like people are like yeah she's very diplomatic yeah very much campaigning but then hearing that maybe she doesn't look so good on women tell all i'm very interested to see what i am too um i'm ready to see demi again yes so and then the week after that it's a two-nighter season finale monday and tuesday the next week too so we have still we have four more damn episodes with only three girls left <laughs> and he still hasn't jumped the damn fence i know they oh they teed it up again i'm like wait this would have been i don't know when he jumps the fence now yeah you jerks whatever i'm <laughs> over it i'm over it <laughs> i know at this uh, point we don't even know if that's a thing maybe they just made it up who knows we'll find out <laughs> whatever so. well um, so that was kind of wrapped it up for The Bachelor. And so um, Real Housewives. So uh, I know last week when we were talking, it was um, kind of a boring episode. We left it off that they were going to be traveling to the Bahamas, um, which they that was the whole episode. This this week's episode of, of the ladies in the Bahamas. Um, and I, I want to stay at this resort in nice ass rooms like they have. Those were rooms are uh, insane. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. I want to know how much those rooms cost per night. Oh, Maybe gosh. I don't want to know because it, it's probably more than my. I was like, yeah, it's probably more than I make in like six months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But I know. 
I know. Well, and like, I'm laughing because, or I was laughing when I was watching it and this is like way, way, way into the episode, but like when they're on the beach and like their butlers bring them out lunch and it's literally like two radish slices and like one sprig of lettuce and like an orange vinaigrette. I'm like, this lunch is 90 calories. Like it probably costs them $60 to like eat like yes exactly $60 salad oh Oh, my gosh but yeah so they're in the Bahamas and I feel like they I can't remember oh it was Lisa Rinna always the shit stir Lisa Rinna because she got up at one of the meals and was like well I feel like this is our time to just get it all out like let's (laughs) just put it all on the table and just all go through and say what kind of issues we have with each other nope like that's not gonna end well never ends well yeah yeah I know and she knows that and that's just Lisa like that's what she does just just sit there um, with their hands on her chin like all right ladies spill (laughs) I know let's go and it's kind of funny because she hasn't really been a part of the drama for a while so it's like she just wants to like pull up her popcorn and just watch it all unfold so and I mean the the ladies totally bite too like they're totally there for it so um yeah I guess like throughout the episode, we're still seeing the drama with Dorit and the dog and oh God, Lisa yes. Vanderpump. And I'm just, I'm bored with it. I just wish that they would move on. Well, <laughs> like now they're, they're at least take a drink. They want to move forward. <laughs> God. Well, Lisa Rinna is the one that's still kind of stirring the pot on this one. Cause when she, she didn't know what was going on. And then she overhears Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle talking and she's like, well, what, what's happening? So it comes out like, Oh, well, Dorit you know had got a a dog from us and then she gave it to a family and that family dumped it off into a kill shelter and then we had to go and get the dog and so um then Lisa Renna starts telling Kyle and I guess I don't know if it was Dorit too but she was like I or maybe it wasn't Dorit I think it was with Teddy she was basically saying well this is Lisa Vanderpump's roundabout way of wanting everyone to know the issue at hand but her not being the one to say anything about it because I guess she who was the one that told Teddy about it? It was the guy that runs the Vanderpump Dogs yes, place. Vanderpump Dogs employee. Yeah. And so he was the one that told it to Teddy. But Lisa Ren is basically saying, well, you know, Lisa Vanderpump told him to tell that to Teddy. So it seems like Lisa Vanderpump is not the one stirring the gossip or sharing all the gossip. But she actually is. Because the whole thing is everyone thinks that she's a huge manipulator. And so mm-hmm. now I don't know if Which, it... Do, I'm, I think she kind of is too. Like I used to try to give her the benefit of the doubt, but I think that she kind of thrives on it. She does. She definitely does. But that's what makes it interesting. That's why I really like to watch it because she is, I feel like she's, she's good TV. (laughs) So she is good TV and she's Uh, just so fabulous. But yeah. yeah, So I don't know where you stand on this whole issue, but I kind of agree with Lisa. And I think Teddy may have said this too. Mm -hmm. Um, or was it Teddy? I can't remember who said this, but um, they were saying that, you know, from the start, Dorit should have come to Lisa first with the issue about the dog biting their kids and biting PK and all that. And just been like, look, this is not a good fit for us. Can we bring the dog back to you rather than giving it to someone else? So I think that that's what I think the ladies are forgetting is that she she tried to rehome it with somebody else and someone else dropped it off at the no kill shelter. Yeah. So it's not like Dorit dropped the dog off at a, a, a I'm sorry, a kill shelter, not a no kill shelter. But um 
anyway so yeah I don't know that's where Lisa comes from on that whole thing but I understand Dorit not being able to keep a dog that obviously was harming her family but yeah I feel like she should have gone to Lisa but again Lisa Lisa is Lisa oh and then Lisa was upset with I thought this was stupid like I I am totally on Erica's side with this so whenever Lisa's brother passed away Erica wrote this little note to her saying that she was thinking of her and she was so sorry for her loss and that wasn't good enough for Lisa yeah Lisa was like I need a phone call basically and Erica's like well I wrote you a note from the heart and I kind of feel like in this day and age it's so rare to get a handwritten note from somebody that I think that there's some meaning there. And I think that that was what Erica was saying. And what I love about Erica, she totally stood her ground. She was like, well, if that's not good enough for you, then that's on you. Yes. I did my part as a friend, but like, it's ridiculous. And it's one of those weird things too, where I side with Erica as well. I don't think Erica and Lisa Vanderpump are like buddy buddies, like Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump are right. Like it'd be, it's one thing if like, say knock on wood, like, one of your close family members passed away, like I would call you and talk to you about it. Right. Cause we're close. But if it right. was just like someone that I hang around with, but we're not besties and like, it's kind of awkward and like, you don't want to intrude on their space. Like maybe they need space. Maybe they don't want to hear from everybody like talking to them and like wanting to talk about the issue. It's like, it might be better for me to just, instead of a text message, she wrote her handwritten note was like, look, I just want you to know I'm thinking about you. And like, did it in a way where it was meaningful, but yeah, Lisa Vanderpump is just an ass. Well, and I think that the general consensus, like between the ladies with Lisa is she's very British, like keep a stiff upper lip, you know? So I'm sure what Erica was thinking is, you know, she's not real gushy or emotional. So that, so this is probably the better way to go just to write her a note saying, I'm thinking of you rather than call and try to cry it out on the phone. But you know, I guess it, I guess they just kind of figured out that their friendship was was perceived to be on different levels by each of the parties, and that was kind of interesting. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's. Basically- I'm glad to see that Dorit and Teddy are mending their fences, though this season. Yes. I think that that's good. I am too. At least for at least the sake of their their kids who are friends. I mean, yeah, civil with each yeah, other, and yeah, sure. they seem like they've kind of aired it out for the most part, which is good. So, um. I don't even remember how the episode ended. They're still in the Bahamas. I don't know. Still in the Bahamas, but um, yeah, we'll see. I'm just, oh, and then they, they showed a little bit of next week. And I think this is where Ken has a printout of the text messages. And uh, this may be the start of like the unraveling of the Kyle and Lisa uh, friendship. Yes. It's coming at some point because I know at some point Lisa stops going on trips and is not around as much for the rest of the season. There's think there's a lot of filming of her by herself and not with the ladies, which is going to be very yeah. interesting. So that's going to be weird. Real weird. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think much else happened on the episode. I don't think much else happened either, but that's okay because we have something really fun to get to that. I feel like I could probably just talk about forever and ever. Yes. So I kind of, I, wanted to talk about this because I feel like it's applicable because I'm so this weekend um, I'm actually traveling to New York um, with Justin one of uh, Justin's good friends from college is getting married Um, and so 
we're, we're going there for the actual wedding. And so it, it sparked my interest because I don't know how um, you feel about weddings in general, but I love, I love weddings. Like I had so much fun planning my wedding. I had so much fun be, being at your wedding. And just, I like going to weddings in general because I feel like I like, I maybe I'm sappy, but I'm like, I love love. And, Me too. I, and I really like just seeing two people come together that, truly genuinely love each other and it's just I think it's so special and of course I love a good party at a reception too and I just you know if like this is a fun way instead of just hanging at home on a Saturday night or just going to dinner and coming home like it's a fun way to like get together with friends and just like have a good time so I'm excited for this wedding and it got me thinking um because I've been to a lot of weddings within the past few years just because we're at that age where all of our friends are most likely settling down, getting married and some starting to have families. And so I've been to several weddings and I'm like, you know what? There are things that I genuinely, I love about weddings. And there are things that I've seen and are just things that I'm seeing at weddings that I'm like, okay, no, this is, I hate this about weddings. <laughs> and so I kind of <laughs> just want to air it out with you and talk about it, about things that I love and things that I hate. And I'm just interested to see if we have stuff in common, I'm as sure far we as do. This goes. We have so much that we agree on as it is. So, my wedding, <clears throat> I, my goal was to be able to provide like a a good reception for folks without really scrimping on quality. So I had a little bit of a smaller wedding. I think it ended up I invited a hundred. I think there ended up being like eighty or eighty five. So we had pretty good turnout, but um. And the weddings that I've been to in the past, and I've been to one wedding in particular that was just awful about this. Um, I wanted to make sure that my, my guests had food in between the time that we did the ceremony and the reception, cause we were going to be off taking pictures. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I had like this little cocktail hour for, um, uh, for everybody. And they had like little snacks and stuff. I went to one wedding where I think the ceremony was at one. So I spent all morning getting ready and lost track of time and didn't eat. So maybe this is on me, but, um, the ceremony was at one and everybody went to the reception site, but there was no food. Mm-mm. And I kid you not, they took three hours to do pictures. No, and oh. no food. We're just sitting there you know, like they didn't have an open bar. They didn't have any drinks. They, it was held. I don't really know if it was just like this clubhouse. It was on a Marine Corps base. So like they had, it must've been some sort of like, I don't know if it was like an officer's club or what, but anyway, they had a bar in the building, but it wasn't connected to the wedding. So I remember going to the bar multiple times and just buying my own (laughs) drinks and coming back. I'm like, I don't know what else to do. Oh, oh, anyway, yes. because there's some food. I got plenty sloshed at that wedding, but <laughs> you had to anyway. pay for it. Oh my god! I, and I had to pay for it. It was dumb. <sighs> yes, so. that's one of. I honestly that I didn't even think of that earlier today. But now that you you're mentioning it, I'm like yes, because I get you know having the time where like you have to take pictures like right after the ceremony at going into the reception. Right, you can't avoid. You can take as many pictures before, and it depends on, I guess, if you do a first look with your husband, or and you could take those pictures before if you do it after. So, I was very diligent as um, Justin and I didn't see each other before. We just saw each other like at the ceremony, so we had to take pictures after. But we did all of the 
bridesmaids, all of the grooms pictures or the uh, groomsmen pictures beforehand. But in between, so there was the time in right after the ceremony into the reception where it was, I mean, we sped through these pictures fast because we were outside and the daylight was, we were running out of sunlight. So we had to do it fast, but I made sure that people had the bar was open so people could start getting drinks and there was like cheese and crackers and fruit and stuff that people could snack on because it was around dinner time and like it's so annoying having to sit there when yeah, like you said you have no drinks or no food and you're like what am I supposed to do I'm starving um I need to have even if it's just water or lemonade like I need yes. some sort of beverage just so something. yeah yeah that's so yeah I think that was like the problem with the one that I was going to is just that like, because it was, it was done at a time to where it's like, you could have eaten lunch, but it would have been hurried. And some people didn't eat because we didn't know what the reception was going to be like with it being mid afternoon. We didn't know if it was like snacks or something. So it's like, you didn't want to fill up on lunch, but oh my goodness. So that was probably the worst that I can think of. Um, but I think like what I love at weddings and like, I'm like you, like I, I love love. Mm-hmm. And I think, especially now that like I'm married and I'm not like as cynical as I was when I was single or as was like bitter <laughs> because <laughs> I was single still. But, um, I think it's just like, I, it does make me so happy, especially when it's people, you know, and just to see yeah. the love there and just to see the start of a new chapter. And like, I cry at weddings. I am that person. And you probably remember me at my wedding. <laughs> I sobbed the entire Higher way down the aisle like it was so embarrassing like I'm looking back on pictures and like I, I just have like this ugly cry face it was like <laughs> I wasn't sad like clearly I'm not sad I didn't cry at all the day of like I felt good yeah and then like I'm uh, as soon as I was starting to walk out with my dad like I felt it start to well up and I was like oh no yeah. oh no 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 and so and then we got to like so at my ceremony like we we had a stairwell that went down towards the altar so like, as soon as we got to the top of the stairwell and I saw Austin, I just like burst into tears Aww. and I was like, I, I mean, it's not even like cute crying, like just sobbing, <laughs> sobbing. So anyway, but I think that's <laughs> so clearly <laughs> I am very emotional at weddings, that's but, okay. um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure, you know, it's just different cause it was mine, but, um, yeah, like I still get teary and I just, I'm so happy for it. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, um, I thought, I think what the funniest part about your, I'm not trying to like pick on your wedding, but what was hilarious, no, was hilarious <laughs> I love this, was <laughs> when your veil came off. Did your veil oh come off completely? Gosh. Oh, that, I you know what? So Actually, it's probably a good thing because it lightened the mood a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it, it made me stop crying. That was, and the thing was like, I'm walking down the aisle and I feel it pulling and I'm like, this sucker is not going to stay put. Oh no. Oh no. And then sure enough, it popped off and there's just like this collective, <gasps> like everyone just gasped. <laughs> so, and then like my mom came and got it and there's like this really cute picture. I'm looking at her and she's just laughing, holding my veil. And so she hands it to my maid of honor. My maid of honor is awkwardly holding this veil. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. And so when it, when it came time for me to hand off my bouquet to her, she jumped in and like crammed it down in my, my little bun. <laughs> just like oh my gosh you know what this would happen to me this is just this is just quintessential Caitlin right here that's okay like you said it made it it was like the little bit of like comedic relief to where it was like made it like 
lighthearted. I don't know. I thought it was, it's so funny. It's one of those things you always remember too, or like at the moment you're probably in your head, like shit, like, Oh my God, this would happen. Seriously. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But you know, it's like, they say that there's always something that goes wrong. Like the day of, and then like, if that was the worst thing that happened, then that was pretty easy. And I mean, really everything else was very smoothly. And one of the way early. Yes, exactly. One other thing I loved about your wedding, and this is a thing that I, I love about weddings. They can also turn it into like a thing that I don't like about weddings. If someone does the opposite of this is when the ceremony and the reception are in the same place. So you don't, your guests don't have to drive somewhere else because I've been to weddings where like, you know, like the, you, like you got married outside and then your reception was inside. That's how it was at mine too. At our venues, we got married outside mm-hmm. and then people just walked inside to their reception. And I've been to weddings where, and I, I get it's hard because some people, you know, they want to get married in a church, which I totally find to each their own, but we, we didn't really care about that. Um, but when you get married and have the ceremony somewhere and then your reception is 30 to 40 minutes away and yes. it's like, okay, yes. well, so now I have to drive from here all the way over here. And like a lot of times into weddings where the, if we're staying at a hotel or it's like n- not near our house, it's like, we're, it just makes it difficult with the commuting and right. drinking. Cause you don't know where you're going sometimes. So, yeah. And, so, and it just, you know, for folks that are out of town, it's just kind of a it, logistical nightmare. It makes it complicated. So I don't want to say I, I hate that about people like that have the ceremony reception at different places, but I love, it just makes me so happy. I'm like, Oh, it's all in one place. Thank God. Yay. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that was actually something that we were looking for whenever we were looking for a venue. And like, I originally wanted to have it at Austin and my church, um, because, oh my gosh, like the, the sanctuary is just like classically beautiful. It's got this gorgeous, like organ pipe set up. It's just very old school, very traditional, just exactly kind of like what you would picture a wedding to be like a very like father of the bride, you know, kind of thing. Um, but my mom actually was like, no, don't do that to your guests because you know, you can't have your reception there. So uh, where are you going to have your reception? And I was just like, well, I thought, you know, obviously it's going to be cheaper to have it at a church because we're members here. But yeah, anyway, it ended up, it ended up working out. So we got married at a vineyard, um, about at 30, 45 minutes away. So kind of a little bit in the country. And I, I think that actually that was a little bit of a concern for me. And this could turn into something that I don't like either <laughs> when the, <laughs> when the venue is so far away to where you can't have a good time at the wedding because you got to drive home. Exactly. <laughs> so yes. You can't have too many drinks because it's not like right around the corner. You got to drive 30 or 45 minutes to get home. Yep. But, um, anyway, it just, it worked out. And like my, my wedding ended, I think at like nine or nine 30, because it was mostly an older crowd that was there. And so people kind of started to file out. And I think because it was, far for most folks to drive home they didn't want to be driving home in the dark so yeah anyway um yeah yeah, but I don't know about you guys y'all probably partied all night long knowing y'all no (laughs) I was such a grandma that (laughs) it got to the point where I was we had probably 45 more minutes that we were able to like have the wedding or the reception and I was like my dress was squeezing on my ribs so hard where like it bruised my dress ended up bruising me I don't know oh my gosh but I had bruises on my ribs and I was just, it gets to a point where I was like, I was so tired. I was like, uh-uh, I'm done. I'm ready to go. It's time to go. <laughs> I gotta so go. <laughs> we left, yeah. Um, another thing that I don't know, I don't think, 
I'm really sorry if you did this at your wedding. I don't remember. But something that I don't like, and it's probably because I don't like to be social with people that I don't know, is I hate assigned seating. Okay. Yeah. Did you <laughs> have a sign seating? I at a table where like, w- it was like mutual friends. And that's, that's why, okay. because I know like, that's probably why you know, I don't remember up yours if it was assigned or not, because I remember my table was perfectly fine. Like I liked the people at my table. So I was like, I don't yeah. know if we just congregated together or if you assigned us places, but it's at weddings. I think maybe where I go to where I don't know the majority of the people that, and I get stuck at a table. I'm like, I don't want to talk to your aunt Sally or to <laughs> someone that you you were I don't know you know I'm like I don't want to have a conversation yeah, like with randos. these people and they're like oh you were all in like the 30 something age group you guys can find things in common and yes. you get there and it's like you guys don't have kids and they're like obsessed with their kids and only talk about their kids and you're just like okay this, this happened at my cousin's wedding and I know my aunt and uncle met well my aunt she meant well so I traveled to El Paso for my older cousin's wedding and it's like one of my favorite cousins and like I love my aunt and uncle on that side of the family so I was super excited to go to this wedding because I knew it was going to be gorgeous because they're pretty well off. Right. But, and I was going with my parents, my brother, my sister, my whole, like a lot of other family members, other aunts and uncles and cousins were going to be there. It's like, okay, this is going to be fun. So I'm like, okay, they made assigned seatings. I'm going to be sitting with my family. Right. No, my aunt decides that it would be a good idea for me and my sister to not sit with like our family members but to put us at a table of people that are our age of people that I I don't know who they are Why they're like though? friends like Why? with my these people that I'm like I'm never going to ever see these people ever again and me and my sister are just sitting there like cool and my poor brother he she put him at a completely different table of people because my brother's younger she put him at a completely different table around people more towards his age so he didn't even have a buddy to like be with oh. and so he's like oh my god Katie Claire can I just come sit with y'all and, like, the there was world? no room and I'm like oh my god like why would you do this it was so uncomfortable so that's oh. I think that's why I don't like assigned seating because people I'm like I'm no, gonna get put totally with weirdos well so. and I think that yeah I, the logic is just so different like I put my family with each other because it's like and I mean we did have one table where it's kind of like we didn't know where to put people. So we tried to put them with, we tried to put everybody with somebody that they would know. Yeah. So I think it ended up working out, but, um, and then, you know, obviously like my, my husband's side of the family had their family table and like their friends and their friends all knew each other. So it worked out. Okay. But yeah, I mean, not every wedding is like that. So it's just, I, I don't, it didn't even really occur to me not to have assigned seating. I don't know why, but it, it, it's nice when people don't do that, I guess, because then it's just like, it's more casual. Yeah. But. And I just didn't anyway. want to take the time to do it because I didn't want to think about it that much. I was like, eh, people are going to sit where they sit. It's fine. Um, That's a good idea. So something, I feel like I have a lot of things that I don't like. This is so sad. Cause I'm like, Oh, I love, I do. I love weddings, but there are certain things <laughs> that I'm like, no. Um, so uh, I know you didn't do this either. And neither did I, but people, and I get, so weddings are expensive, right? I totally understand. I mean, we, did what we could to keep ours pretty budget friendly because we paid for it for the most part by ourselves. So like, we're not going to just spend an arm and a leg on one day. Right. But right. we got married on a Saturday, which is the ease, the most traditional day to get married on. But I've been to weddings where it's on a Friday at four 30 or five oh. in the afternoon and weddings on like a Sunday evening. And I'm yes. like, they are both so, of them are both horrible because on a Friday so afternoon you have, and like the wedding, 
you have to take off at least a half day of work. You gotta take off work. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, great. And then on Sunday, a Sunday evening wedding, I'm like, okay, well, it's not like I can go at the reception. I love receptions because I love to drink and I love to dance. I'm like, well, I can't really get sloshed because I got to go to work, wake up, go to work at 6 a.m. in the morning. I know. It's like good for you for saving money, but costing me money because I have to take off work. So, you know, and (laughs) I use PTO. I like, I get that the wedding is about you and your new spouse and everything. But at the same time, like a wedding is also for your, for your guests too. Like you have to yes. make it to where entice them to want to come and like want to have fun and have a good time. And like that just puts a, it puts a sour mood, at least for me on it. I'm like, come no, on. I totally agree. Cause that was something that we were considering too. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, for me, it was just so important that everybody enjoyed themselves and didn't feel stressed. And I mean, we had the luxury of having our wedding on uh, Memorial Day weekend. And oh, I know yeah. everybody and their mother has their wedding on Memorial Day weekend. It's just like, oh, sweet. Actually, I was I, I was working at a different place whenever I was playing my wedding at the time. And I remember going and talking to um, a physician that I was marketing to. And we got to talking about my wedding. And I was like, yeah, it's on Memorial Day weekend. And he's like, oh, lovely. Just how everybody wants to spend the Memorial Day weekend at a wedding. Oh, <laughs> like, damn. You know, what? you know what? I think you're actually right. I'm not going to change it, but no. I can see your point. So <laughs> <laughs> so do you, I, I guess you would prefer to have a wedding over like a holiday weekend, right? Just to give you some time yeah. to travel or. Yeah, okay. I would. And I that mean- was my thought. That was yeah. my thought. Cause then, you know you can enjoy yourself and then you got Sunday to sleep it off and then exactly. Monday you're free all day. Exactly. So. Yeah. It's good for, tra- like for traveling people. It's like not people that are in the Metroplex or where yeah, people the that are not local. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's what I was thinking too. And then one other, one other thing um, is this, I, I like, so I like certain things about this and then I, I, there are ones that I don't. So, toasts okay so hear me out on this <laughs> oh, so I love a good toast right I like when someone I've been to a wedding where like the the father of the bride you know just had the whole room in like laughter and then also in tears because like it was Aww. like a perfect combination of like funny and like happy and then a combination of like where it made you tear up because you're like, Oh my God, you're so sweet. Like, this is so great. And it was the perfect amount of time, you know, where he wasn't talking for too long, but he like made, got his point across. He made the whole room, like have all the feels. And then there are weddings that I've been to where, you know, typically the maid of honor and then the best man give speeches, right? (laughs) I've been to a wedding where the best man was hammered out of his mind. And J-Mac can kind of chime in on this because he was at this wedding too, but where he he was hammered out of his mind or he gets up and starts talking about, I don't even know what, I don't know if you remember. He, he somehow tried to work engineering into the speech because they were (laughs) engineers, you know? So that kind of gives you a clue about how it it went. Uh, I live for awkwardness and uncomfortableness. It was wildly uncomfortable. (laughs) Did he refer to her as Easy Rider? No, he did not. But he may as well have because <laughs> oh my gosh, you should have heard him trying to That's butcher. Name in high school, you should have heard him trying to butcher all of these engineering terms up there while he was just hammered as shit. It was unbelievable. Oh yeah. my gosh, I can only imagine. <laughs> and like just yeah. went on and on and on, and you're like, oh my god, like the most like it was cringeworthy, and I'm like the the whole room is just like crickets, and I'm like, oh, this is horrible. 
horrible. Oh, that's so sad. Luckily, I have not seen any weddings like that. I've only <laughs> seen good toasts. But um, yeah, so like thoughts on bridesmaids dresses. Are you for like all the same dress? Are you for kind of like mixing it up and letting people pick their own style but keep to like a certain color scheme? Yeah. Like what are your thoughts? So I've my mind has changed, right? So in mine, everyone had the same, the same dress, the same color. It was all very coordinated, which it makes wedding pictures look cohesive. Everything looks great, like, and whatnot. But now I feel like the trend now is to have a color and then let just the girls pick out whatever dress that they want, um, which I kind of like that too. Um, so I don't really have much of an opinion on one. I think I like both. I like both ways. I don't have like a, a I don't know. I'm kind of like yeah. eh, on both. On mine, yeah, I'm the same way. Like mine, we did all the same. And I, <laughs> I've i been in weddings where I had to buy my own bridesmaid's dress. And I mean, that's just kind of something that I guess like, you know, you're signing up for when you yep. decide that you're going to be a bridesmaid. But I didn't want to burden my bridesmaids with that. So we, um, we budgeted for their dresses to be paid for and I got an amazing it wasn't even like they were super expensive like I got an amazing deal on them and it just worked out but um yeah I actually kind of like the mix and match look now especially with like all the pastel mm-hmm. pink and like rose gold like I think it looks really pretty especially if you kind of have a little bit more of like a modern elegance type wedding like I think it looks really really cool but yeah um what else do I like I love to dance like that's my if you're gonna thing. have a wedding and not dance don't invite me because I want to yes. get up and have a good time like I'm my and my parents are even like we didn't know you could dance like that <laughs> I was like oh yeah you also didn't see me in college so <laughs> they were all appalled I remember <laughs> we're all appalled thank you oh <laughs> actually I remember you guys this is has nothing no it has something to do with dancing because I was dancing so much I was getting sweaty and <laughs> I remember both of you guys following me back into the bridal suite at some point, And I was just like picking up my dress and throwing it yes. back down, trying to get some like air up under there. Cause it was so hot. Didn't you I have didn't a fan? Have, like, Were you have a fan? Yeah, we had a fan and we like put it up under my dress. And like, I didn't even have like a super heavy dress. You guys, like I didn't have this massive princess ball gown. Like I had just like an A-line dress, but oh my gosh, I was so sweaty. It was so nasty. That's hilarious. But, I had such a good time. Yeah. So I love dancing. Like I especially, okay. Um, let's do this songs like, or dances that you can't stand at weddings that you're so over. Like you mean like traditional dances, like yeah. the, your first dance. Are there any that, like you can't stand that you're like, Oh my God, I can't believe we're doing this again. Um, not, not really. Cause I feel like every wedding I've been to, it's been, you know, you have the traditional, your first dance, the father daughter dance, the, um, the groom and his mom, although Justin did not, he wanted nothing to do with that at our wedding. Yeah, he did not want to dance with his mom. Not at ours either. But no, I don't think there's anyone that I'm like, I, I can't stand. Do you? Okay. <laughs> I I get annoyed with the cha-cha slide. Like I essentially oh, I did not have you, the cha-cha okay. slide at mine. I was just like, enough with the cha-cha slide. Got so. you. Okay. I thought you meant like traditional, like not like no, stuff that they play no, that gets no. everyone out there yeah. dancing. No, yeah. I although I will be out there doing it though. Anytime those songs are like, I'm like, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll say that that's probably one of the few line dances that I know by heart. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, it's a love hate thing. Yeah. And then um you guys, I'm sure you guys did this. Um 
we had um the Aggie Warham at oh yeah my my <laughs> my wedding which was so fun for me but much to the chagrin of my husband who is not an Aggie and does not understand Aggie traditions but oh, oh that was one of my favorite oh, so favorite memories was all of us lining up and sawing it off it yes. was so good yes but so fun. Um, yeah, yeah I love a good it doesn't matter if it's as long as if it's a, a band we had a DJ but as long as, as the band is a good band and plays good songs because I've um one of our close friends that got married um a little over a year ago they had an awesome band at their wedding or their reception that just played like all you know like they play all like the hits and stuff and it's just mm-hmm. they were so good and ever I mean I danced so much at that wedding and then I got really drunk at one of my other really good friends weddings <laughs> and I was a bridesmaid in and at the very end of the night again Justin can kind of chime in on this too <laughs> but I got really drunk and my parents were at this wedding too so it's kind of embarrassing um <laughs> but I had I that everything was like calming down and so I was like well I have to go get all of my stuff out of the room where we changed you know we got dressed in whatever for the wedding and so I had a backpack and I had my tennis shoes my tennis shoes weren't fitting into my backpack right so they were I tried to shove them in as best as I could. I'm also kind of drunk, not trying to coordinate everything. My tennis shoes are sticking out of the end, like out of my backpack, like just vertically up. And I get back upstairs to the reception. There's still, people are still dancing. And I get out there with my backpack on and I'm just out there <laughs> dancing with my backpack, with my tennis shoes. <laughs> and I'm like, barely remember this, but I'm like, everyone's just looking at me and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> whoops. I was having a great time. That's that clear. Yeah. The the best part about it was whenever she was just busting a, a move out on the dance floor, and I'm standing there with her parents, and I, and we uh, like kind of look at each other, and they kind of look at me like, "Well, you took her off our hands, so <laughs> go get her." There's really, there's really not much to say. Yeah. <laughs> the other great part oh was gosh. when so you were actually holding one of the shoes at one point, oh, and then know. the other was sticking out of the back because. You you sidled up next to me, and I was like, why are you holding one of your shoes? Where's the other one? She was like, in my backpack. And I was like, well, why is it? Why is the other one <laughs> not in there? Why do you have there? your backpack? Yeah. <laughs> and why is the other one not in there? What is What happened here? Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. I remember being so drunk at one wedding. And this is probably not even like that great of a wedding story because I was really kind of pissed off. So I went as a wedding date. So I didn't personally know the couple that well. Like I knew, I knew them cause I met them before, but I wasn't like close with them, I, but my, my date was, and, um, <laughs> my date, um, was like, we were kind of like newly dating at the time. And he had allegedly, I still don't believe to the state that this is true, but he had allegedly been engaged to somebody before me and then broke up with her and then we started dating like maybe four or five months after the whole time at the wedding he's sitting there being like you know what it should have been me getting married it should it should have been me up there and it wasn't even necessarily that he wanted to marry his ex it's just like he thought that he was going to be married yeah and he kept saying that and I got pissed you guys like I I would have too uh, okay so there's an open bar at the wedding that was like man fuck your open bar. I'm going to go out to the truck and I'm going to start taking straight pulls out of the Malibu rum bottle. So oh what God. did Caitlin do? She went and hopped her little booty up on that tailgate and just drank, just like gulped <laughs> from that Malibu rum bottle. So I got hammered at this wedding. And I think I ended up at the end of the night, like drunk Caitlin was like, oh shit, I still have to study for my anatomy test on Monday. So, oh God. <laughs> so drunk Caitlin is in the back of the the truck 
with her <laughs> with her anatomy flashcards. Oh my god. So one of my other friends finds me. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I got it steady. I got it steady, man. <laughs> I just kept saying I got it steady. Oh. So I don't remember the rest of that night. I do remember like having him stop the truck on the way back home and like throwing up and then I blacked out. <laughs> so like, that's not even like a positive like drunk wedding story. It that's was hilarious. A total disaster. And you probably retained absolutely nothing. Retained from your nothing. Notes. You made a C in the class just for the record. <laughs> and then totally redeemed myself in the next anatomy class. And totally redeemed so yourself. it's a happy story. There's oh, your happy ending everybody. That's so, hilarious. Oh my and God. I broke up with the guy so boom shakalaka. <laughs> We good. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, well, to sum, basically sum everything up. There are things that we, I hate about weddings, but overall, like I, I adore going to weddings. Like it's one of my favorite things to do. Um, and so I'm hopefully this, the wedding this weekend, <laughs> you never, Oh no, maybe I'll tell you next week how it was either. Hopefully. Please, yeah. please get backpack drunk again. I fully <laughs> expect you to get backpack drunk. Oh, we'll, we'll do. I'm, I'm not driving. So all will be good. I will. Do you have to wake up the next morning though to catch an eight a.m. flight? So I gotta kind of also keep it together a little bit, but or just don't go to bed. Oh, jeez, that <laughs> yeah. I know you too well for that. You're gonna be tired by nine. So. Yes, I know. <laughs> um, well, I guess to our, basically we've been talking for an hour, which is crazy. So, um, let's wrap up our episode with our peach pit and juicy peach of the week. So, what is your pit? once again with the with the gym references okay so I told you guys last week that I started working out at a CrossFit gym and don't worry I will not be a CrossFit douchebag and talk about it nonstop and like try to convert everybody to CrossFit (laughs) but um (laughs) so because I haven't done it in so long everything hurts everything I mean like there's not a single thing on my body that does not hurt so it's like I am fully aware of how out of shape and deconditioned I am just in the past week of going, but I would everything. not, I would not call you out of shape. That is not, something no, 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 no. <laughs> CrossFit shape is like ridiculous shape. And these okay. people are just insane. insane. And I'm just like over here, like, yeah, I, I can run a little bit. Oh, yeah. I bet. <laughs> I bet a month from now you're going to be, I mean, I don't know. Oh. I don't know how it all works. I've never done CrossFit. I probably will never, ever do CrossFit, but um, <laughs> you're going to be great. Anyway. A beast, well. beast mode. Um, <laughs> What's your peach pit? Um, so my peach pit. So, um, so yesterday I went to, I had my lovely annual lady doctor checkup, which everybody loves to go to. Right. Um, it's, you have to, you have to do it though. So mine was yesterday. Um, and it's, I always, it's always awkward anyway for me. I, I hate going to these, um, me too. Every single year. Um, it's like, okay, just get it out of the way with this year. All's and I love my, my doctor's great. Like she's always been great. Like she's, she's once she gets in, she gets in there and she gets out of there. You know what I mean? So she gets that, <laughs> gets that taken care of. Um, <laughs> but yesterday when I went, um, usually everyone's very punctual and on time. And like for a doctor, everything goes really quickly. Um, I, so I get to my appointment about 15 minutes early and call me back really quickly. Like, okay, great. I'm going to get in and out of here. I end up sitting back in my little robe just sitting there like twiddling my thumbs <laughs> for almost 50 minutes just sitting there oh like f- I'm like okay did they forget 
forget about me? Like, what's going so on? So you're like wrapping yourself up in your like front clothing yes. robe and like looking your head out like, hello. hello. <laughs> yeah. And then at one point, um, cause I was texting Justin being like, I'm literally just sitting here. Like, I don't know what to do. And then all of a sudden the door opens and a hand like pops through the door. And so I was like, oh, hi. And they just like flick a light switch that I guess has something to do something in the hallway and then just close the door. <laughs> and I was like, uh, you're like, finally. Oh, yeah. Wait. This was at about 30 minutes waiting. So I was like, okay, well, they clear. Okay. Well, what do I do now? And so I sat around for like another 20 minutes before she finally came in. She's like, oh, so sorry for the wait. And I'm like, why does it happen at, at like, doesn't matter what doctor it is, but just like having to sit there and like literally wait. And I'm like, I, I get, they get backed up, which I know you probably get backed up with you being your, I do, but it's like not that backed up like that, (sighs) that to me, I, I don't know. Like I, I felt the same way at some of my doctor's appointments. Like it's just, it's just, it's disrespectful of other people's time. So, and I don't appreciate that. But what I think is interesting is how like divided women are on like male versus female OBGYNs. And like, I've only ever had male OBGYNs. And like, I know like some friends that like, will like, they swear by their female OBGYN and like, that's so cool. And I've just, I've just never had one. Like from the start, I had a male and I, I have a male now and he's probably going to be the one that delivers my babies because he works at the hospital where I'm going to have my babies someday. So anyway, it's just interesting to see like who, who people choose and why, but that is interesting. Mine's female. Mine's female. So I don't know, Uh but she's great. So cool. (laughs) Yeah. Mine is too. It's like, I love him and he's super cool. And like, he he's makes the experience easy every time for as much as I hate it. But I think it's just mentally, I haven't built up so much. I'm like, I just don't want to do this. I don't want to do it. Yep. I hate it. Every time I hate it. <laughs> so, yes. Anyway. Uh, so what was, uh, what was your juicy peach then? Well, my juicy peaches, we kind of already talked about it, but just the fact that I'm traveling this weekend, um, we're going to, to New York, um, this week. So the wedding we're going to is actually in New Jersey. Um, but we're going to go to New York and hang out there for, um, we're staying there. So we leave tomorrow morning. We're there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, and two of our friends that are here that live here with us, they're going to, uh, going as well. So we're just going to hang out in, in NYC. I've been to New York city before. That's where, um, Justin and I actually got engaged, but we were only there for about 10 hours total. So we have, I've never actually like done much with or seen much of of New York city. So I'm very excited. I don't know if, have you ever been? Yeah. I just went for the very first time this past summer and it was one of those things where like, I'd always wanted to go and I was there for such a short period of time that like, I I feel like I need to go back to like be able to do a little bit more, but oh my gosh, like New York is so fun, especially for like a quick weekend trip. Like you guys are going to have a blast. Like there's so much to do and oh my gosh, like the food is so good. Like I ate so much pizza on my trip. I'm sure you guys will too. Yes. Cause it's like late night. Like that's what you want to eat. Yes. And they got amazing pizza to eat. Like well, pretty much anywhere you're going to get great pizza. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's your juicy peach of the week? Um, so mine was, I have like an awesome week at work and like most of the time I have like, you know, just like a standard week, but yeah. like this week, like I've gotten out early. Like things have gone swimmingly. Like my patients have been cool. I feel like I'm actually helping people. (laughs) So like, thank goodness. Like I think that it just takes those weeks where you have just like a total like crap week, like just nothing's going right. You know, everything seems like it's falling apart. And then like, it makes you appreciate 
the good weeks so much more because you know that they're so rare. So I I just had like a really good day today. Like most of the time working in a hospital, like people don't want to work with me because I don't feel good. And like, I know that. And so I always feel like the bad guy going in, but like today I had some really good folks that were very motivated to get better and they felt a lot better after working with me. So I just made me feel like I actually did a good job in choosing the career that I did. Oh, <laughs> for, that's for great. A change. Yay. Yes. Those, yeah, those, those weeks when, yeah, you feel like you're actually making a difference. It makes you, it makes you feel so good. So I'm glad yeah. you've had one of those. That's great. Aw, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Well, um, I think that about wraps it up for this week. So just want to remind all of our listeners to follow us on social media. We are on Twitter at uh, Peachy Podcast and on Instagram at Peachy Podcast. We pretty much every week we'll do um, some Instagram stories on there of whatever show we're watching that week, most likely The Bachelor. Um, and then, yeah, on Twitter, um, just follow us along on there for anything and everything and also reminding everyone to call in and leave us voicemails we love to hear from you guys and that number is 972-885-9361 and we will catch y'all next week bye bye y'all